Today, the conservative purge continues. The Mandalorian star Gina Carano has been canceled by the left. Will it stick? We have got all the latest coming up, and it starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I'm Sarah Gonzalez, today joined by Stu Bergier and Pat Gray, both from Blaze TV. Right yeah. Here. Mm-hmm. It's, and it's not Friday. I'm sure those who are who usually watch, they're like, what? Mm-hmm. Wait, it's Friday? No, it's not Friday. It's Pat and Stu Thursday now. Yeah, we're ruining your week because now you think it's Friday. Yeah. And no, you still have <laughs> you another day. You still have an extra day. At which, by the way, here in Dallas is not, it's not so fun to drive to work an extra day tomorrow because it's, it's brutal. Yeah, it is really cold here. It's uh, icy on the roads, um, but we're just here r- risking our lives for you. Yeah, and if you're in Minnesota, it's kind of like summer. Uh, right, right, right. summer in minnesota Mm -hmm. uh all right so obviously um everyone is talking about the uh gina carano the mandalorian star um from disney plus canceled by lucasfilm over just uh, her horrendous incendiary inflammatory social media posts where she dared now i will say Probably a stretch for anyone to compare Nazi Germany to anything going on now. I get it. However, both sides do it, and we will get into that. Uh, But really, uh, they called her social media posts abhorrent and unacceptable because she criticized, uh, she said conservatives were oppressed uh, similarly to the oppression that the Jews faced in Nazi Germany. But she didn't actually say that. Right. She doesn't right. actually say that in any of her posts. And that's not, that's, we'll, we'll get to that one later. We don't need to, yeah. Uh, yeah, so go ahead, please. Yeah, she, yeah jumping ahead a little bit there, because you're right, both sides do this. Yeah. Um, but her, her post said basically like, you know, uh, regular citizens, it wasn't just Nazi soldiers beating up on Jews, it was regular citizens who turned against them, um, creating a, 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 a culture of hatred toward one group uh, was a big problem in Nazi Germany. And that's it. She kind of she kind of just leaves it there. I mean, she's like, what's the difference between that and hating someone for their political views? Mm-hmm. She doesn't actually say conservatives, though she's known it, to be kind of conservative. And no, it says so. It says Jews were beaten in the streets, not by Nazi soldiers, but by their neighbors, even by children, because history is edited. Most people uh, today don't realize that to get to the point where Nazi soldiers could easily round up thousands of Jews, the government first made their own neighbors hate them simply for being Jews. How is that any different from hating someone for their political views? Yeah, I mean, it's not the entire picture of what happened in Nazi Germany. There's a lot of factors, but that was one of them. I mean, right. it was this, th- there was a view uh, among regular Germans that Jews didn't really count as people. They could be canceled. They could be eliminated. They could have their livelihoods taken away from them uh, when because they were just Jews. That was the way they were seen. And that culture, that tide, uh, allowed Nazi Germany to happen. Mm-hmm. It's not the only thing. It's right. certainly, I, sh- I don't think she would claim uh, that we are at that point here. We certainly are not. Um, however, uh, you know, it is, you know, you think about if you got a road, you're going down a road and it splits into two and you have to pick which way to go. One of them ends in Naziville, the other one ends anywhere else. You don't take three or four steps down the Naziville road, right? right? right. Stop. Turn around, come back, go the other way. Yeah. Always a good idea. I think it's something we should be on. We don't want to necessarily wait until we're in Naziville to say we shouldn't be in Naziville. When you get a couple steps down that road, turn around and come back. That's the only point I think she was making there. Yeah. Um, and it, what happens? She loses her job over it. She's now, she's now lost not only her job on The Mandalorian, but also a spinoff series that was, she was supposed to have as well. Multiple millions of dollars 
over what? Absolutely nothing. I mean, these are normal, somewhat tame posts mm -hmm. on the internet. Uh, and because she happens to be someone who moderately is a Trump supporter, moderately skeptical over things like masks and stuff, she's been made into the ultimate enemy. You're not allowed to have these opinions in Hollywood. It really is amazing. Yeah, Pat, uh, United Talent Agency also dropped her as a client. So yeah. she's just, I mean, canceled by everyone. Um, and uh, as Stu pointed out, um, this is not... Like, I don't see the inflammatory rhetoric that should no. lead to her just losing her entire livelihood. Again, Nazi Germany, I, and I'm guilty of it as well. I, I think I've made, a, you know, a comparison or two to Nazi Germany, only not to say today is just like Nazi Germany, but to say, okay, I see the writing on the wall is a little bit similar mm -hmm. to, so it's like, uh, you know, should we do that? Probably not. Is it worth losing your entire livelihood over? No. <laughs> and should we do it? Well, yeah, if it applies, right. I think we should. Right, right. But uh, the, the word Nazi for the right is the second N-word you can't say yeah. anymore. It, pretty just, soon, just for it, the right, though. I think that's a very Just for the right, qualifier. because the left does it all the time. Mm -hmm. All the time. But for some reason, we're banned from any Nazi comparison. Well, how do you remember? How, how do you avoid... Uh, what happened in the past, which we all said, never again, we'll never forget. So you have to talk about the steps that got you there in order to not forget and avoid that same scenario. It's it's pretty amazing. Um, and she'll never work again. Who's going to hire her in Hollywood? Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. Um, it, it, you know, it's hard to imagine a conservative who, you know, like you, you, Glenn, everyone at this network, I think we've all been called Nazis, haven't we? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, I get called <laughs> all yes. the time on a regular basis yeah. by the left, and it's just totally fine. No, and look, I mean, what, you know, it's important to understand the unique horror of what Nazi Germany was. Right. It's not completely unique. There were multiple societies at that time doing very similar things at larger scales. I mean, mm -hmm. communist China and Russia, uh, obviously, but they weren't even alone there. Lots, there have been other countries who have done terrible things like the Nazis have done. The reason why the Nazi thing comes up all the time, one, it's seen as the worst example, which, you know, I mean, I think you can fairly say it's certainly right up there. Uh, one of the worst examples of societies that in any modern history. Um, so it's the end of the road, right? Like if you say oh, it's going to be a very restrictive society and because it's the same restrictions that happened in name a country, like people would have to go, well, what's that country? You know, it's, it's also very well known as a reference, right? You know, the, there are a lot of terrible things that happened, but they happened in slow steps. Uh, not everyone noticed them at the time. Um, so it's a very un well understood analogy. It has, you know, this ha used to happen to Glenn all the time when we were at Fox and stuff. Because every time he'd say the word Nazi, the ADL would be out there mm -hmm. criticizing right. him. Because anytime someone on the left says Nazi, they don't say anything. Um, and, and like, you, you're right. Like, it is a unique horror. It needs to be remembered. But it, it's also like ridiculous to say that you can't bring it up. Unless you get to the point where people are going right. into gas chambers. Right. Like, what, right. what, at that point, it's too late. Right. Yep. You, you yep. want to warn early over these things. And, you know, separate from this, let's say the point is dumb. Let's say the point is absolutely insane. She's totally wrong. Uh, Nick Cannon 
is currently working at both CBS and Fox. Just rehired. saying Jews were mm-hmm. evil rapists because they didn't have melanin. And he's, they've rehired him at yeah. CBS. He never got fired from Fox. Right. Uh, I, like, it's so completely ridiculous. The double standard is so obvious. And the fact that they still try to claim, well, cancel culture isn't real. Of course it's real. It's 100% real. And, you know, examples like this are really extreme ones. I mean, you know, you, know, you talk about, pe- there's some people who do say things that are really, really bad and do things that are really, really bad. And, and you know, like, we all understand that a private company does not have to hire a particular actress if they don't like what she stands for. But this is like, she's not even really conservative, it doesn't seem. She just seems to be mildly skeptical and posting funny mask memes. (laughs) And she gets fired from... That's all right these days. A gigantic franchise and a a spinoff series. For what? Not to mention, she's good on the show. Yeah. Like, she Mm -hmm. is a a really important part of the show. And, uh, you know, uh, some of her her co-stars who play very prominent roles, which I know we're going to discuss... I mean, they're behind helmets. You can replace them with anybody. <laughs> you can't re- just replace her. Okay, so then you guys will have, because I've seen a little bit of The Mandalorian, but I don't, like, usually when my husband decides to sit down and watch it, I'm just kind of laying on the couch scrolling my phone, mm-hmm. not really paying attention. So I don't mm-hmm. really know the storyline. I mean, I know she's a, a huge part, but I don't know this other guy. Uh, what's his name? Pas- Pascal? Pedro. Yeah, Pedro, pa- yeah, Pedro, Pedro Pascal. Pascal. Okay, so. He is the... Main star. He's the main Mandalorian. But he's the again, Mandalorian. He yeah. yeah, he's the main guy. But again, yeah. if you've ever seen any, even when you're scrolling through your phone, yeah, yeah. you'll notice he's, he's wearing a freaking helmet. Got a helmet right. on. Yeah, he does. So yeah, like, yeah. you don't even know who he is. Right. They could throw anybody back right. there, and right. you wouldn't even know. Right. But this guy doesn't get canceled for the same stuff uh, as you're going to point out. Yes. Here. Yes. So he uh, he tweeted out. Uh, when was this? June 20th, 2018. He posted two images for those of you who are listening on podcasts. One is of a concentration camp in Germany in 1944. Another is, of course, uh, immigrant children in the cages uh, that likely uh, Obama and Biden built. I'd just like to to point that out. Uh, (laughs) That he, you know, of course, hashtagged, this is America. So uh, that's pretty, like, that, that's a pretty severe comparison to yeah. uh, Nazi Germany. And I'd like there. to point out, again, I'm not a guy who wants to make excuses for Obama and Biden, uh, but I can guarantee they did not build those cages because those are Palestinian children. Oh, were uh, they? Yes, they're not even Mexican <laughs> children or border children in America. They were Palestinian children waiting for a soup kitchen in 2010. Stop. So literally every detail about this post is wrong. Um, but again, does that mean that he gets fired? Absolutely not. He's totally fine. I mean, it, it really is amazing. If you have the right view, you keep your gig. Yeah. That's really, and you know, there's this like silent sort of process that goes on mm. where people continually self-edit. I was listening to an, uh, an interview with uh, Barry Weiss recently, who was at the New York Times. Mm-hmm. She, she left kind of famously saying like, I can't do this anymore. You guys won't even let ideas come through this place. And that's what she said. She said one of the biggest problems is not necessarily people like Gina Carano who will, you know, publicly or her who publicly get in these big beefs with their employer and and get fired or leave. It's it's what happens to you're 23 years old and you're going in to be an actress. You're you're going in to be um, a journalist. You're going to self edit. You're never going to say that you're a conservative because you know it's going to make you lose the job. So you're self-editing and you're essentially creating mm-hmm. two versions of yourself, one for public consumption and one for private consumption. In your own home, in your own world, you know you're a conservative, but you never say those things. You never post them. There's never a conversation about these ideas. It becomes a society that can't speak. Mm-hmm. And that is, uh, you know, it's a, again, 
It's only a few steps down that road. We're not all the way to Naziville, but it is a scary, you didn't speak out against the Nazis. Right. Right. I mean, that's at the end of the road. I'm not saying right. it's here, but it is a scary thing. And it's, 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 it's very antithetical to America. Well, so if you, again, if you're on the right, you get canceled and lose everything if you make a comparison to Nazi Germany. If you're on the left and you make the comparison, you apparently become president. Uh, in September 2020, Joe Biden actually <laughs> uh, was talking about President Trump and said Trump is sort of like Goebbels. Uh, of course, you say, <laughs> kind of, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, ish, uh, you say the lie long enough, keep repeating it, repeating it. It becomes common, common knowledge among voters. Uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez <laughs> said the United States is running concentration camps on our southern border. And that is exactly what they are. They are concentration camps. <laughs> It seems pretty clear that, uh, what she was trying to say. Uh, she is, of course, in Congress, for those of you yeah. who missed it. So you've got a uh, first two examples I'm going to give you right here. A sitting president and a congresswoman, both making direct comparisons to Nazi Germany. Totally fine. I mean, uh, to give another example, I mean, this impeachment trial going on right now, they're talking about how Trump was lying about the election results for months and months and months mm -hmm. and months. And how are they referring to it every single time? The big lie. There's a reason yeah. they're calling it the big lie. The big lie is what they talked about with the Nazis right. about how they lied about how bad Jews were. And, all, and there's all sorts of Holocaust uh, references uh, encapsulated in that phrase. And that's intentional, intentional. I mean, like this happens all the freaking time. And, and uh, you know, you're right. Like, can you maybe we should be more precise and not use it every single time something bad happens. I think that's a good right. rule. But there are times it really does apply. Yeah. And when you're silencing speech over half the population who can't even admit who they like as a president, that's a big violation of the principles of the United States. Yeah, uh, just a couple more. Uh, Don Lemon, Pat, Don Lemon uh, had something to say. I mean, obviously, I think Don Lemon has said probably far worse, too, but uh, calling it Cuomo called it a very extreme example, um, but Don Lemon said, you know, it starts with little lies. It starts with little lies that become bigger lies and people who become brainwashed. Uh, and then and then he said, ask anybody who had a family member who had gone to the concentration camps. Joy <laughs> Reid also uh, Jim Clyburn compared Trump's. Now, this is funny because this says Clyburn compared Trump's refusal to concede to what Hitler did in Germany. And I'm like, what? But, he didn't lose. He did. <laughs> it's just like, what? Uh, so he said, I'm beginning to see what Germ mm. what happened in Germany back in the 1930s. I never thought that could happen in this country. Um, so I, the list goes on. I mean, all of these people, mm. many of them on this list, actually not just, you know, reporters, uh, newscasters, but like people who help run the country making comparisons nothing happens to them um do you think that her her uh, career is just gone oh yeah it's i mean i can't imagine no semblance that, i mean she's already time. lost everything but disney who's is paramount or warner brothers gonna hire her now uh no they'd get they all hell would break loose on them if they do Surely, though, the pendulum is going to swing back the other way, right? Because Eventually, we can't, it will. we can't we can't like survive mm -hmm. in society with everyone just getting canceled over like uh, something that they say that really is not inflammatory, yeah. right? So, well, a good example of that is uh, Robert F. Kennedy, yeah, uh, Jr. Just 
uh, was canceled from um, not his job, but from Instagram yeah. because he was talking about vaccines. So they're already starting to get caught up in that web and the pendulum will swing back and it'll swing back hard eventually. Yeah. Um, you know what? I was actually going to cover that later in the program. Let's talk about that after the break, because I think that is a very interesting mm -hmm. conversation when we're talking about cancel culture. We've also got uh, coming up after the break, um, James O'Keefe from Project Veritas. He also has been, uh, can't, well, suspended, banned from Twitter. So the purge continues. We've got more to come after the break. Back in a minute. Before we get into Robert F. Kennedy Jr., who was canceled from, uh, you know, he, he had his account suspended from Instagram for sharing uh, debunked vaccine claims, um, I do want to talk about, so you guys were talking off air, you know, there is canceled Disney Plus is trending. Mm -hmm. um, there is a movement that obviously started by conservatives to try to gain some ground back in the, you know, in Hollywood, in the TV and film world. Um, because obviously if you didn't, uh, you would have nothing left to watch if you just, if you canceled <laughs> yes. everything that's for that sure. said that, you know, you don't have a right to exist and that that's basically all of Hollywood. So, you know, mm -hmm. you basically would have nothing for your watch, nothing for you to watch, nothing for your children to watch. But, um, do you think like, is it going to do anything canceling Disney plus even even let's say even if a, a good chunk of conservatives they actually follow through with it they cancel it they're not doing it anymore um, they're not paying for it anymore I, I just don't I don't know when it's going to be enough for like we said earlier the pendulum to swing back as far as these companies that are making money off of people and also you know literally hate them and wish that they didn't exist we actually canceled Netflix over the uh, child that's right the that's right. abuse thing. Yeah. man has that affected them <laughs> oh they're they're on their knees now they are literally i brought them to wow. their knees they don't have my 13.99 a month anymore they don't have it <laughs> and uh they want it bad yeah i heard they had a big board meeting like where is they did Pat's where's Pat's 13.99 <laughs> That only leaves us with $2.5 billion a month. <laughs> where's, where's that extra $13.99? So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I, I, don't, I think it's kind of meaningless to them. It's frustrating, though, because then it's like, well, what do you do? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, there really isn't a great solution to this stuff. I, I think, like, it, it, other than just trying to talk about it and, 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 and expose it, I think that's important. It might, might make them hesitate occasionally. Maybe that's happened a few times. I think it happened with the social media. It worked for a while with some of these social media companies that weren't necessarily going crazy canceling, but now they've crossed that yeah. line and they're doing it. Um, you know, I, I, I'm not a believer in boycotts at all. Not only do I think they don't really work, I don't think that's a great thing for society. I think it works against a lot of the, the, the principles of capitalism and, and, and the way that we work together. I mean, capitalism really as a foundation was created out of a, uh, an ability for two war tribes that hated each other's guts to still be able to trade with each other, right? I mean, like, there has to be that sort of centralized exchange where you go into every you know restaurant and you the cook probably is really liberal right like but that doesn't mean you don't go to the restaurant um and you know i know people have their lines on this my line is pretty extreme i just boycott boycotts but i think there's a, there is i think some 
ex legitimately exciting movement going on in the idea that like people are starting to really realize this on the right. And you know, for a long look, we built this company um, mm -hmm. largely based on. I mean, look at the stars in this company, right? Like Glenn and Mark Levin and Stephen Crowder, and obviously us uh, have big social media followings, <laughs> right? That are all on these mm -hmm. platforms. Um, and so I think the conservatives have woken up to the point where they have to say, look, we really do need to essentially build this our own uh, structure mm -hmm. at this point, which is sad. Um, but you're, you know, like there's a guy who the guy who does the convention of states project we've had on before. Then they're in the middle of working on something that he called the stack, which is basically beginning to end everything. That means web hosting. That means ISP. That means uh, you know, uh, you know, websites and, mm -hmm. and and streaming and 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 original video players that go. There's multiple people working on that sort of stuff right now, and eventually, I do think that that is there has to be an outlet because I mean, right now you could build a pretty damn good. A media company with just the people who have been canceled out of Hollywood. Yeah. I mean, there's been a lot of them, and uh, they're all kind of sitting at home, not doing anything anymore. <laughs> Eventually, you're going to have a pretty good roster of people. I do think that's, you know, we've seen moves like with The Daily Wire releasing a movie recently. Mm -hmm. There's been some moves in that direction, but there's a lot of work to do. I mean, we're way be behind. Way more of it. Yeah. Way I mean, behind. look what happened to Parler. You know, yeah. Parler created an alternative to to uh, to Twitter and. They lost because the server pulled them off. Mm -hmm. Amazon pulled them. Everybody uh, was done with Parler, and they're still down. Yeah. It's been what a month now. Now they're back up as a site, right? But they're not. Right. On. They're they not. not they, there's no app. There's no right. App. Yeah. The app's yeah. not. Which back is a big up. deal. I mean, like yeah. Yeah. the app may never come back. Yeah. I was just reading the other day. They they might not be able to get it back. It's possible. It's amazing. Yeah. No, it's it's like it's not a good situation, and it shouldn't be the way that it happens. I mean, right. And I think you know there has to be a point where conservatives are able to win the battle of ideas to say this is bad mm -hmm. like and i think sometimes people do realize it like you see you know some of this woke stuff i think is not connecting with people i think people are saying wait a minute you want guys to race against women in high, in high school sports you know and, and beat mm -hmm. them by four seconds you know in a, in a, in a, in a 100 meter dash like that <laughs> is that you really want that you want my daughter is now not going to be able to compete because you're letting some guy who's saying he's a woman mm -hmm. but like these there are elements of this that I think do connect with the American people outside of like people who are watching Blaze TV. And those things, I think we need to win those battles and we need to win them dramatically so that these companies see the benefit in not acting the way they are. Yeah. Um, we're not going to, I don't mm -hmm. think we can boycott Netflix out of business because it, other than Pat, obviously Pat can do it. <laughs> um, but I, mean, I don't think we're going to be able to do that successfully, but there has to be uh, a, a change in the way people think about these things and, and get back to respecting free speech. Look, if we lose that battle, there's no more, there's nothing to fight for. Right. We can, win, we can, we can, you know, keep a couple of accounts on social media, but the, the, we have to foundationally convince people early on in life through education and such that free speech is something worth fighting for. Mm. Right now, I mean, we've seen all these polls. Young people think, like, oh, gosh, well, if I think it's hateful, it just shouldn't be allowed. And it's like, well, wait a minute. This is the whole foundation of this society. Yeah. Like, you are ripping up everything this country stands for, and they don't care. And the left has done a good job making, making it that way. We have to fight back against that. Yeah. Uh, so, James O'Keefe, Project Veritas Twitter account and his own personal Twitter account have been, uh, I guess, the, as of the time of this taping, um, I was just, it was just kind of all unfolding. They don't know if it's permanently banned or if he's just suspended for right now. Mm. But coincidentally enough, this happened on Twitter 
right after he um, his team dropped a, a post on on Facebook. So they have this Facebook insider who's I mean, you know, you're talking about hate hate speech. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the guy is apparently telling the uh, the the mole or whatever. Uh, he's telling him, yeah, we sometimes we have the ability we can freeze comments whenever we think that there might be hate speech involved in these, you know, in all of these posts and, you know, kind of going through their motives. Um, so he releases that video and then and all of a sudden gets taken off of Twitter. So not only that, as I think that goes directly to your point, but not only that, um, big alt-writer Robert F. Kennedy Jr. (laughs) Big, big conservative alt-right. I mean, total conservative right-wing nut job. Robert F. Kennedy Jr., uh, as Pat shared, was banned from Instagram for sharing debunked vaccine claims. Um, Maybe it's just me. But I feel like this, especially with the vaccine stuff, with all of the COVID vaccine, I mean, we don't have all that much information on it. It was rushed very quickly. Um, It kind of makes you like a little bit more skeptical, maybe, of the things that he's sharing when they're so quick to shut down the information. Does it not, Pat? Uh, Well, I... You know, I, I think the American people are smart enough to figure it out for themselves. I don't think you they have to be protected from RFK Jr. But I mean, someone who maybe wouldn't have gone to go looking for information might go, well, why are they? Yeah. You're not even going to let him talk. Like now I want to see what he said. Yeah. And they might go looking for Freedom. more information mm-hmm. that they wouldn't have had they just let him keep his platform and say whatever he wants to say. Well, I hope so, because the more information you have, the better it is for right. you to make a decision about it, um, you know. But they're afraid. They're so afraid of of losing their control over the American people that they can't allow contrasting points of view. I mean, I hear, I hear every day. I hear about another death from the vaccine. Well, mm-hmm. I'm not going to just not take it because I heard that somebody died from it. First of all, tens of millions of people have already had the vaccine, and we've had, you know. A smattering of deaths and they don't even know if they're definitely attributed to the vaccine but um i i'm still considering getting the vaccine mm-hmm. and so uh i think you know what am i the smartest person in america no i think we're all pretty uh capable yeah. of making that decision we don't have to be protected from this stuff yeah i mean and that's i think that's the key here is that it's it's your decision to make but if someone is saying you can you can't look at any other information other than what the government gives you i mean you kind of can see how that would lead to like not so great things happening yeah i mean like you know i uh, probably no one disagrees with rfk jr more than me like my i'm very i'm america's most pro vaccine person i want extra vaccines that's why like were you i've taken moderna pfizer i'm going johnson and johnson astrazeneca i'm getting them all (laughs) yeah Um, you know, and so and also like I'm one of my pet issues is the global warming thing, which he is probably the most insane person in America when it comes to global warming. Like, I, I don't know that there's anyone worse than RFK Jr. Um, so he's be, kind of like your arch nemesis. He kind of is in a way. <laughs> um, but in a, but also like it's it creates there's a thing called the curiosity gap that, that that's utilized on all of us on the online all the time, which is like those little those little like uh, there'll be a picture of a girl like, you know, about to fall into something. and will be like, you're not going to believe what happened next. And like, you're like, oh, I got to click, it's, you know, the click. Yeah. It's kind of like a clickbait. Yeah. Yeah. It's a curiosity gap. And you, they write headlines that way. Right. To say they want you to read a headline and say, well, I want the answer to that. What, what, what information am I missing? And so you click on it. And it's like, that's what that's what this does. 
Like, it, mm -hmm. wait a minute, he got banned. Why did he get banned? What's he saying that's so bad? I'm going to go find that information out. How do I get that mm -hmm. information? People hunt it more mm -hmm. because you take it away from them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I do think there is an ability. I think it's, look, more information I think is better. I, I'm, a, I'm a total total free speech absolutist on this stuff. I don't care. Like, I might totally disagree with every single one of his opinions, but to, to take away... It shouldn't be banned. It shouldn't right. be banned. It's, it's silly, and nope. not only do I think it's, you know, morally wrong to limit someone's speech like that, it's also just not effective. You know, I, I don't think it's effective. They could probably point to, I, you know, I think they could probably disagree with me on that point. They'll say, we banned Alex Jones, and when's the last time you heard anything from Alex Jones? I can't remember any... I, it's been a year since I've heard Alex Jones speak. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. they, they it is effective at some point in limiting people's voices. But that being said, like people are going to find the information if they're susceptible to to these things. And, uh, you know, look, uh, people are going to go out and search it out. When you create that curiosity, people are going to want to find it. And if it's not RFK Jr., it's going to be somebody else. You're not going to be able to stop it all. Yeah. All right. We've got more to come back in a minute. I, I, I don't like I understand. Critics are slamming President Biden today over a report that his administration is considering implementing domestic travel restrictions on Florida. Um, so I, you know, it's just just so happens to be that one state with that really badass governor that like doesn't care what uh, the federal government is telling him. He's going to run the state the way he wants to run the state and doing it fairly successfully, I would say. Stu, I know you're you're the stats guy. Mm -hmm. What, I, is that a fair thing to say as far as comparing Florida to the other larger states in the in the country? Yeah, I mean, as a man who uh, just very recently, just two or three days ago, yes, traveled from we were Florida. There. Yeah, I was in Florida. Um, and Florida is uh, it's interesting because I think I think we've all talked about this separately at, at one point or another. And that like there's been a lot of people who have been getting some attention as maybe a 2024 possibility. And I kept, we've all said, I think, like, isn't DeSantis the guy kind of like right now? Shouldn't he be one of the people mm -hmm. we're really considering? Because he's had pretty good results yeah. in Florida and he's run it with a sort of a freedom lean. Um, and uh, and only recently have I seen that bubble up. It's and now it seems like he's becoming, wait a minute, here's a guy who's running one of the biggest states with tons and tons of old people uh, that got hit with coronavirus, but like is performing statistically, as you point out, much better than states like California uh, or New York. Uh, and, you know, I was just there. It's very similar to here. You know, I mean, it's not like on a day to day basis. There is a mask mandate in Texas and as and not in Florida. But like day to day life, you're going in every which is bull crap. I know. Governor mm -hmm. Abbott. I know. And I know this. This <laughs> it, it, Sarah Get really hates it. Chad Prather really hates it. My wife really hates it. But I will say it doesn't feel any different. I mean, in Florida, there's all these pictures that came out for the Super Bowl afterwards where people are outside and they were partying and they didn't have masks on. Well, the same thing would happen in Texas. Like outside, they're not right. going to get you're not going to get masks outside. You go into you go into buildings. People are generally wearing masks. I mean, the overwhelming majority, but not everybody. It's it's what I would say is like both Texas and Florida and, and many red states, you know, South Dakota have this like lean towards freedom. They've mm -hmm. when they've had the option of whether we have a new mandate or not. Most of the time, with the Texas exception noted, um, it, it, they've leaned towards freedom. 
and let people make their own decisions. And the result of that has been uh, to outperform New York and California and many other blue states that have had much higher restrictions. Uh, Connecticut, uh, New Jersey, Massachusetts. Uh, They've shown incredible results. Um, And there are a lot of factors that go into this. You know, a lot of these red states are in the south and there's weather and there's, you know, I think there's a lot, a lot of stuff happening in New York City, for example, where there's so much mask shaming. There's so much shaming of doing anything in the group that people, when they decide because they're freaking human beings, they want to have some interaction. They're doing it in their dinky 1940s apartments that are 400 square feet because they want to hide it from everyone. Yeah. So they're actually spreading worse. it worse. Yeah. Instead of us, we're going out to parks. Right. Right. There's a lot of things that happen like that. But, I, I you know, just Florida has been uh, a star here. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they're going after um, Florida with travel restrictions, to me, tells me they are now seeing Ron DeSantis as a 2024 yeah. threat. This is their announcement of it. Yeah. I mean, you can't imagine that this is anything but politically motivated. I don't imagine that. <laughs> Not only can't I, I don't. Yeah. Um, and, but, you know, I'm so, I'm with, like Stu, so tired of the mask thing. It's just, it's asinine. Can we please move past? They were just, Fauci was just telling us, was it earlier this week, that, uh, yeah, get used to the mask thing because we're not going to be able to even look at maybe not doing the masks until late fall of this year or going into winter. I, no. <laughs> no, 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 I, no. I'm sorry. No, the answer is no. no. I mean, look, I'm just not going to do that. Again, like, you know, if this these numbers go down, the red states are all going to lift this stuff, right? Yeah. I mean, like, I, I, the, I, but when? Though, because yeah, you when? say that, but when? our own go- Texas, of all freaking mm. places, Texas, our own governor has not given us any metrics to go by. He has not said, no, well, when we hit this number, well, then we'll get rid of the masks. Nothing. I would also note that he hasn't actually fined anyone. <laughs> like, I don't think this has been I mean, enforced no, but, in any way. Okay, but, but, it, does, but it, it does trickle down. It does yes, trickle down. Yes, and I mean, it puts pressure on all of these businesses yeah, no, who feel like they have to enforce it or they're mm-hmm. going to get in trouble because they don't know any better. And it creates and so a thing in it. people's minds that, yes. oh, you're not wearing a mask. I yeah. mean, my gosh, I get that. looked at like I'm I'm killing everyone's grandmas when mm-hmm. I walk into a Target yeah. and I'm not wearing a damn mask. Yeah, I don't think there's much separation between a state like this and Florida on that point, though. That stuff still happens because liberals live in these states too, right? Yeah. I mean, it's 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 more of an individual thing, honestly. But the pressure that's put on businesses was. Did you see the same in Florida? Every business has got that sign in the window. Now it's the same thing. Like now, you walk in mask there. Required. My wife, my wife walks into mm-hmm. every store here in Texas without a mask. Yeah, me too. She hates them. Yeah. Do they ever tell them. her to? Every once in a while, yes, they yeah. say, "Can you put a mask on?" And she, generally speaking, will. She, I would say, she. She'll act tough on it. I think mm-hmm. she typically, like, if she has to go into the place, she'll do it. If she has a choice between a place that will let her go in without the mask and one that won't, she will pick the one that will let her go in without right. it. Um, but, you know, again, in certain situations, she needs to be in a certain place. She goes along with it. Yeah, um, I mean, if I'm going to the hospital, I'm yeah. not going to, like, pitch a fit. I need, I need to get exactly. in there. I'll put mm-hmm. the mask on for that. Yeah. But not... But, well, but at the grocery store, you don't wear one? Absolutely not. Mm. Yeah. And I've not been told... And that's, But this really? is what I'm talking about. You're talking about a state with a mask mandate. Yeah. And generally speaking, they're not going to say much of anything. Thing. I mean, my wife uh, has talked to a couple people who worked um, some of her, you know, she's on Instagram and she's always communicating with the people uh, in our, on our feed. And, and a couple of them worked at like, I think it was I want, I don't, a big box store. Let's put it that way, because okay. I don't remember exactly which one it was. But they said their their official behind the scenes policy is 
if someone comes in without a mask, say, hey, would, can, would you like to wear a mask? If they say no, don't create a conflict. Yep. Let them go do their thing. Yep. Because, yep. you know, like it's not their job. They're not the police. Mm-hmm. Um, and Well, there I were mean, altercations at the yeah. beginning of this. There yeah. were altercations yeah. at a lot of retail stores. And so a lot of them mm-hmm. got policies. It's like, all right, like it's have a, the sign and maybe ask them, but don't bother them after that. It's a sensible policy. And, you know, like and there's most people are going to be like, I think Pat and I are, which is like, I don't want to get in, a, let alone an argument, but a conversation with anyone at a store. <laughs> I don't want to talk right. to you in any way. So I'm just going to throw the thing on so I can just hide and then never I don't I don't like I don't want to deal with it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you know, at some point, the reds like we are still higher than the first or second peak of this. Like we're coming down in a, in a really good, fast way, which is great. Um, I think when this thing bottoms out, I think there's a good chance this stuff gets lifted, especially if we're further so, along on the vaccine. I think at some point, whether the vaccine works or not, we all recognize there has a chance we have to go back to normal society uh, here at some point. Um, Do we all recognize that, though? I mean, I think I think at least half the country recognizes that. <laughs> maybe. I mean, maybe we'll just be like, uh, you know, Asian countries that yeah. wear masks all the time. I don't know. I don't think that's going to that's going to hit that well with Americans. And I do think that, like, when you get red states, when these level we're still having you know, 3,000 people a day. Remember, the peak of that first wave was two, was about 2,000 people a day. We're still at 3,000 now. Mm-hmm. So, like, we're still, we're coming down the right side of, of the mountain. Yeah, it's but, down 55%, isn't it? Uh, it, was, it was at about 4,000 um, at, at its peak yeah. uh, in this last wave. And that's just because it's been spread out really more around the country than it was pockets initially. Um, but anyway, the bottom line is, like, I think when this comes down, we're going to we're probably about 30 percent of the people have already had it mm-hmm. like myself, a COVID-19 survivor um, or and you're at we're at about 12 or 15 percent now or so that have had the, at least the first shot of the vaccine. You get that number around 50 or 60 percent. The, the, they're just going to mm-hmm. these numbers are going to crash. And, and, you know, then. And then we're going to have a whole new generation of people growing third arms. Yes. Well, that's true. Again, like a third arm would be helpful. Uh, You know, like think about just playing basketball, for example. You can you can kind of push off as you're taking a shot. There's lots of benefits there. (laughs) We got to take a break back in a minute. That's what they censored from RFK Jr. He was was exposing the third arm (laughs) and no one will let him do it. They don't want you to know. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki. Do you guys say Psaki? Psaki. Sa- I say Psaki. Psaki? Like like the drink at, uh, at Pisaki, restaurants? Mm-hmm. Literally every t- everyone I talk to says it differently. It's not. Really? Pisa- it's definitely not Pisaki. If I hear people say Glenn, it. Glenn says Pisaki, Pisaki. Pisa- yeah, Pisaki. Uh, yeah, Pisaki. But, mm-hmm. uh, well, she is defending President Biden's, which still... I, Ugh, I hate saying it for President <laughs> Biden. I like can't even say it. Ugh. Uh, his executive order demanding schools permit uh, transgender students to be able to uh, participate in sports just based on Ugh. their preferred gender identity. Here is uh, Saki Saki uh, defending trans athletes competing in girls sports. Watch. To college scholarships. Is there any kind of messaging or clarification that the White House wants to give on the executive order? I would just say that the president's belief is that uh, trans rights are human rights, and that's why he signed that executive order. Determinations by universities and colleges, I certainly <laughs> defer to them. Ah! 
Wow. That I would is just say transrates. And we're following the science, of course. We're following the science again, right? <laughs> because they're big science followers. So we know that they've looked into the science of men competing against women. And they realize that women can blow away men in any athletic competition. They can, because the muscle structure is exactly oh, the same. Totally the same. Because we're following the science. They can both have periods, they can both have babies. Let's follow the science on this trans issue. It's great. Well, that is a great great. point because it is chest feeding now and birthing parents. Right? Yes, chest milk. Uh, Chest milk. I I also. I dare you to extract (laughs) milk from my chest. I, I <laughs> Can you milk that, me? That not, Dare anyone. Will that not go well? Uh, no, it won't. No. no. Uh, I also love the uh, groundbreaking <clears throat> revelation that trans rights are human rights. Oh, what a wonderful bumper sticker. Yeah. you got to love when you can answer something with a bumper. Trans rights are human rights. But women's rights are apparently not no. human rights no. anymore. No. no. What's also interesting is there is that, let's just say, for example, let's go down the Saki road here for a second, and trans <laughs> rights are human rights. Why at the end, mm. then, can, is she leaving it up to individual colleges? I thought these were human rights. I, yeah, like, that's I, a great point. Why are right. you leaving it up to individuals? Shouldn't you be forcing? I don't want to tempt them, but shouldn't you be forcing every? Shouldn't all men only participate in women's sports, and only women should participate in men's sports? We'll just switch the names, switch and then we can have good leagues again. <laughs> um, I, it's you know, look. This, this this is the type of thing. I you know I mentioned it either earlier though that I think is just obviously ridiculous to regular people that don't follow this like we do you know like we can say the woke stuff and intersectionality and we can have all these conversations about this this stuff is just like wait a minute what like my kid got a sil- got the silver medal in the track meet because a dude was running against my daughter like what that sort of stuff is so i think offensive to people in some ways it's good they go down these roads because giving these like black and white obvious examples of unfairness and ridiculous ends to their dumb arguments i think helps drive this stuff home with with the average person who you know maybe doesn't get into the you know the academic side of these arguments as well this is just obviously offensive to i think the normal person yeah pat Pat, you mentioned women uh, do you think are women on the left? Are they going to wake up at any point in time that d- the left actually really does not care about them at all? I, <laughs> man, I don't, I don't know. I, uh, the, the there are women, there are girls, teen girls, college girls who have been complaining really vociferously a lot. They've been <laughs> vociferously. <laughs> They've been complaining about it because they're losing. Uh, scholarships yep, yep. and they're losing competitions that they've trained their whole lives for. Now yeah. they're competing against actual men. So will they be listened to? I, I don't know. It's hard to. I, I mean, I, it's it's hard for me because you hear this stuff and you you know as a as a suburban mom, I'm the suburban mom at the table, right? You hear this stuff and then you saw all of these cities burning, uh, you know, around the country, and it's just hard for me to imagine how. Uh, a mom, a woman, uh, you know, someone who sees how the left is disregarding their family safety, disregarding mm-hmm. l- women entirely. Mm-hmm. It's just so hard for me to wrap my head around how they could possibly then turn around and vote for that party. Uh, I guess we'll see how all of that plays out. All right, we got to take a break. Back in a minute. The time they care about women is when to give them the right to abort their kids. Right. Outside Which, of that, they don't care. Right. Like,
Hey, don't forget, if you are watching this on Blaze TV, YouTube, Facebook, wherever you are watching this broadcast, make sure to go to wherever you get your audio podcasts and uh, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. It will help other people find this show so that they can listen to it as well. Uh, you also might see your, your review read live on air. We've got Cyro for Life, Cyrus. He says, hey, my name is Cyrus. I'm a conservative. I voted for Trump. I just started listening to your show. I'm very impressed. It's good content. The show has made me want to make my own YouTube content to give my own perspective because being a kid from Chicago, you are called a sellout if you can think for yourself and have a different perspective. Thank you for opening my eyes. Uh, that's true, Cyrus. And Poor kid's got a long life of that yeah, ahead of him. Of exactly. That treatment. Yeah, it's not it's not getting better. So good for you though for yeah, creating awesome. your own YouTube and uh, speaking up because that's the only way we're gonna we're gonna change the tides. All right, cussed. Two five two five. You guys, y'all's y'all's names crack me up. Like I don't know what any of that means, but thank you for the five stars. Uh, great show. You are covering what I want to hear about. Keep up the good work. So thank you guys for that. Um, I know we also have many people who review it and they're like, Pat and Stu are the best. Yep, Pat and Stu are my uh, favorite combo. Yeah. So a lot of geniuses watching. Really? Yeah. Very I, smart audience. Wow. Yeah. But I, I didn't hear you say that until I just told you that <laughs> well, they, they were pretty No, we've always said that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> we first yes. started talking uh, about that in the late 40s. Uh, did you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. incredible. How smart this oh, storm in the beaches. Yeah. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Like, by the way, that show in about you know that we're gonna do gonna smartest be. audience of all time. Oh wow, yeah. really smart audience. Really good. Fight for America and talking about <laughs> Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.